I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to Your Spectacular Life. I'm Jody Whites, your strategic business and life coach, making sure that your life is spectacular and excellent. I'm here with Daniel Mangana. Hi, Daniel. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing swell. Thank you. Doing swell. I love it. <laughs> right? Retro swell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about Daniel. Um, Daniel is an international speaker, best-selling author, broadcaster, and coach. He is best known for his highly successful Micro to Millions program. Um, and being the author of Stepping Beyond Intention and his Do It With Dan and Beyond Success podcasts. He's completely self-made and has spent decades perfecting his world-class coaching methodology. His mission statement is to spearhead an evolutionary uplift in universal consciousness by awaking people to the importance of their unique role and enabling them to manifest their dream life. Wow, I love it. You know, I want about uh, 3 million of you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we, are, we would see a planetary change right after, you know, right away. So, Dan, um, how did you know you always wanted to help people in this way? I didn't. <laughs> you didn't. Okay. <laughs> All oh, right. God. What was I, I, the big transitional moment or years? Yeah, or? I mean, so you, you're a podcast host, you interview people, you probably speak to a lot of people. Oh, I had this empty hole in my life. I had something missing and I knew something more. And then I chanced upon, that wasn't me. I actually was living my best life, enjoying. And um, I'd actually been burnt quite early on trying to help people. So at this point in my life, when I had the calling slap me a little harder than I could ignore to come and do this work. I was running away because I, I felt very comfortable and happy in the life that I was living. I didn't have emptiness. I was making good money, great friends. I was taking care of my body, my relationships with my family and my loved ones were healthy and, and yummy. And then there was this nagging calling that kept coming from different directions that all of the mess that had happened up to, in my life up until then maybe had another purpose. I didn't really want to hear about purpose, Jody. I was very happy just living life <laughs> and enjoying it. And then um, what happened was the 13th of February, 2018, I was at a meditation retreat in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And anyone who's aware of the geography and weather for February's in Santa Fe, New Mexico, it wasn't very warm at 6.30 in the morning. I had several layers on, hot pockets, gloves, earmuffs even. And I had quite a transcendental i'm getting gooses even thinking about it now meditation experience it was like a virtual reality run through of what my life 
was missing aside from the apart from the fact it, it, yes it was working but there was something that I didn't know was missing I didn't know what I didn't know and that day I shut down the business for my consulting the, the website for my consulting business and gave myself fully to the work that I now do my goodness now you know I know you were happy things were going well but how did you how did you find that trust within yourself just to close everything down and say mm -hmm. i'm starting something new tomorrow because most of us you know we have a side gig that we build up we still work to pay for the bills and then we mm -hmm. jump into that side gig mm -hmm. where did that come from i mean you know financially i was in a good place so the, the, i mean a lot of people probably running into fear of having the resources to be able to take care of themselves and take care of what needs to be taken care of I had some money in the bank, so I didn't really have that pressure on me. And so I was very blessed. I had a landscape in my life that facilitated me being able to be a bit more trusting um, and to just go for it and not need to come into this thing saying how many, you know, how many coaching packages can I sell? In fact, it was probably a good nine or 10 months before I even started accepting money from people to work with me. Um, for many months, I was on my own dime, flying around the world, renting space and saying, come, let me talk about this beyond intention thing until a friend of mine, who's a great mentor of mine, multi nine figure exit for his business, very spiritual guy. That's how I know him through my spiritual community. And he reminded me that if there was more resources, I could actually serve more people. And that's the turnaround that led me to saying, okay, you know, I'll accept. And now we do very, very well financially and we can help a lot of people, but I didn't have that I didn't have that challenge is the long story short. So I was actually able to just leap. It was a bit of a, a bit more of a, a hop than a leap in terms of being <laughs> taken care of. I like that, you know, didn't, <laughs> didn't, yes, jump all the way. Mm -hmm. So what, if you could condense it down into one sentence, what was that calling? What did you fly around the world and tell mm -hmm. people about this uh, revelation? Mm -hmm. in a sentence hmm. I think the key thing for me was that I practiced gratitude for good things but what really hit me and that was the thing that really slapped me was that every crappy thing had also led to that moment when I got to see what was waiting for me if I said yes and that any other configuration of events might not have led to that moment. And in that moment, I was therefore able to express with truth, gratitude for every single thing, not just the things that I liked that happened to me up until that time. Wow. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, you, you have a book called Stepping Beyond Intention, and, and I want to mm -hmm. get to that in just a bit, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, you claim that it really goes further than the traditional approach. In fact, you kind of mentioned to have people stop meditating because <laughs> it's getting in the way of their success <laughs> and maybe intention setting is getting in the way. Now, now explain that to me. Here you were, you know, it sounded like you were a meditator, you were in this you know, meditation retreat. And now you're mm -hmm. saying, nope, mm -mm, don't do that. Ah, uh, no, I don't say don't do it. <laughs> okay. This is, uh, this is then, the key. This is the very important. Then this explain that to me. For something to stop, it has to be in motion. And something would stop being in motion when it's fulfilled its purpose. And then it's time to go and do something else. 
you know, we look at our world and we get caught up in, I need to work hard. We get caught up in, I need to read. I need to learn, know all of the things. But we also get quite dangerously caught up in, I need to meditate, pray, or sacrifice to the gods about the things and don't take care of the rest of it. Ultimately, as human beings, we are the function of more than just a spirit, more than just a mind and more than just a body. We're all of these things and so much more. And when we don't honor all of those parts of ourselves, then we are getting in the way of our own success, getting in the way of moving towards an outcome that we want to create. If I just do a vision board, I just do a meditation, I just pray, I just go to the temple or the church or the synagogue or the mosque, but I don't actually do anything about my limiting beliefs. It doesn't matter how prayed I, how hard I prayed, I'm not going to get the thing. It doesn't matter how hard I work. If I've got a limiting belief, it's not going to happen. It doesn't matter how detailed my vision board is. If I don't take new actions and have new behaviors, I'm not going to get the outcome. So stop meditating as a calling is really inviting people to honor all of who we are, not just focusing on the spiritual, the mindfulness practices and techniques, but recognizing there must be a renewal of our mind and a change in our habits if we want to get to a new outcome in our life. Right. I, I'm hearing that uh, you're saying you've really got to back things up with action. A plan would even be better. And then an action broken down into, you know, the way I do it is daily action steps to get closer to the goal. Mm -hmm. And that does not mean your day has to be filled with action. Um, because in order for us to have balance, we do need to take breaks, take care of our body, take care of our mind as well. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. you have a powerful four-step model, and this mm -hmm. is in your book, Stepping Beyond Intention, um, to break through the blocks. Can you just outline that quickly for us? Yeah, sure. So the four steps are number one, accept, number two, clear, number three, gratitude, and number four, listen. And I'll run those. I can do in about a minute. I can probably give you the, the, the overview of what those are. So step one is I have to accept that I'm the author and creator of my life. I cannot apply agency that I give away through blame, shame, guilt, and deferral. So I have to be that. I have to accept responsibility. Number two, clear, is recognizing that I can only make real choices that are going to make real change in a real way if I make those choices in a real place. The only place that is real is now. So long as I'm tied up in my stories about the past or my projections about the future i'm not present enough to make those new choices that are going to create new outcomes number three is that i am always running on some form of expectation the unconscious mind is operating at 10,000 to 10 million times the speed of the conscious mind churning out expectations that become the very thing that collapses wave into form and becomes our world unless i am directing that consciously towards a positive outcome or the positive manifestation of the outcome that i want I'm not going to get it. It doesn't matter how, again, how clear my vision board is. If I don't have that mental connection that's going to lead to the positive outcome, I'm not going to get it. Number four, I think is probably the most important one and really speaks to what you just said, Jody, and that's I'm human. I'm not going to be switched on all the time. I'm not going to get it right every day. I'm not going to be happy all the time. I'm not always going to be super duper spiritual. I'm not always going to want to do the thing. And yet, if I can think and feel with awareness and develop a level of consciousness around where I'm at, I can do the course correcting. I can get the support. I can do the healing that's required of me in order to move forward towards my outcome. Boy, those are those are very powerful steps. And a lot of them really have to deal with having a, a big awareness of yourself. Like, where mm -hmm. is your mind? Where's your mind 
after failure? Where's your mind after success? Um, mm -hmm. You know, are you, again, telling yourself the same story and being stuck in the same habits that aren't getting you farther? How would you suggest just, you know, one, one tool, tip, trick about being aware of what you are thinking in the moment, because it could just be that top layer that is coming to you. Oh, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to go outside and put on my running shoes uh, because it's cold out there. Mm -hmm. And then that, then you're stuck. And so your exercise program is out the window to mm -hmm. lose weight, for example. Mm -hmm. What would mm -hmm. you recommend? Um, I mean, the unconscious is a terminator. It's an absolute terminate. It's always moving towards whatever program it's been given. I always say that we've never actually failed at anything. We've just succeeded at something that we didn't have a conscious relationship to because the unconscious mind doesn't fail. It's just that there is a disconnect between the outcome and the program, the desired, so the desired outcome and the program. And so what I would actually say that we need to do is actually to get really clear on what the program is and then understand how we as an individual relate to that programming function so that we can change it. So the person who is supposed to run because they know that the running is going to lead to the outcome of being in shape. If they find themselves not running, it means they're holding a program that doesn't include them being in shape. And so it's not the running that needs to change. It's the program and the identity that's sitting behind the program so that the running happens automatically. Because everything that we're doing, we're, I, mean, I think as much as 97% of the day we're running on these programs. And it's again, perfectly executing itself in our life. If we want to have a different outcome, let's get really clear where we are in relationship to that program, change that, and then watch your life change. That that sounds great. Yeah. And it, and it really, um, it's really about being real with yourself and mm -hmm. saying, you know, measuring, I'm, I'm big on measuring is mm -hmm. looking at the last month, you have a goal, you know, you have steps to complete that goal and get further on the goal. But at, you know, maybe it's the first of every month you measure how many times you followed through on that goal. And that's going to give you um, a whole lot of information about are you sabotaging yourself? Are you being real? What's getting in the way? What's blocking 100%. 100%. you? And I'm, I'm assuming working with you, Dan, um, it, it's a much quicker process uh, yeah. because you're holding them accountable and asking them questions and and seeing if they're actually getting those outcomes yeah and we tailor everything exactly to who the person is it's one of the key principles we teach is something called money dna and it sounds like it's just about money but it's not it's about the pillars of who we are and how we find our natural space of flow in what we're doing the role that we're playing with what we're doing how we communicate with ourselves internally how we make decisions that align us with divine flow and then how we take actions and that lead to transformation when some when we map somebody's money DNA, we can with with scary efficiency look at how to get a result from. That's why we get people getting to financial freedom in sixty days. We get people going from zero to million dollars within ten months. We get people creating six figure incomes in less than six months, because it's not you know it's not airy fairy woo woo stuff. We take magic, we take measurement, we take a tailoring, and we apply it to people's lives so that they can get to the outcome that they desire. Great. Um, can you give me a little more specific information? I mean, the zero to 60 days with, without debt or, mm -hmm. you know, um, what, is the, what is the key component of that program? 
I would say the key components, everything that we do is number one, a clear intention. Very, very clear intention. Number two, matching that intention to a new identity. And then using money DNA, using the DNA to align who we are with the identity of who we want to be. Because then you find a lot of the heavy lifting gets done, right? We get people, they come in, I want to be a millionaire. Do you really? You'd be surprised how many people come to me saying that they want to be a millionaire. And then, you know, after a little while, they realize, hang on, I don't actually want to be a millionaire. I just have attached the idea of being a millionaire to not being in this state of pain that I'm in. Mm. Okay, well, let's address the state of pain. Rather than you spending the next however amount of time beating yourself up to go and move into the level of self that's going to be demanded of you in order to reach that new outcome. And actually just directed to what you truly desire to experience. You know, people, they get to a hundred grand. The funniest story is this one lady came in, gets into the million dollar program, micro to millions it's called. And she got to like 20 grand or, or maybe even less than that. And she's like, oh my God, I don't have any debt. And she bought a little boat. I just actually saw on Facebook, she just sold her boat. Now I'm going back three or four years now. Got a little boat. She's in Canada off Victoria Island and she loved painting. So her little boat was there. Didn't really cost her more than a couple of hundred dollars or something a month to moor her boat. And she was living her best life doing her painting. And she was really, really happy. Now, someone could skip over that happiness, that joy, that fulfillment in their life, going to chase a bigger goal and wonder why they get there and feel empty at the end of the day. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And it, it you know, it, it, what I find commonly is, is we start off with a goal mm-hmm. and there are steps to get that goal, whether or not that person wants to put in that energy Mm-hmm. making that um mm-hmm. to make that happen mm-hmm. but often um there's a course change and they say you know i've learned so much but and now i want to continue on this path and mm-hmm. it's coaching goes beyond and it really sounds like your program dan really goes beyond just you know do these steps get your goal it's you know lay out the plan and are you still happy? You know, how is it going? Um, Mm -hmm. Are you excited? Are you motivated to continue Mm -hmm. doing this? Um, Mm -hmm. What's okay, what's getting in the way? Three Mm -hmm. months ago, you were on fire. Now you're not. Mm -hmm. What do we need to do? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not about, you know, you doing everything to make them reach their goal, but them finding joy in their Mm -hmm. life. Mm. And that that is that is wonderful. Now, um, you also mentioned quite a bit about micro commitments Mm -hmm. to change your mindset. Um, Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about what those are. Yeah, so we've got a concept called micro shifting. And what micro shifting is, is a definition. It's a consistent series of baby steps made in the direction of a consciously chosen outcome, a consistent series of baby steps made in the direction of a consciously chosen outcome. Now, the unconscious mind's job is to keep us safe. And sometimes the way that it does that is by keeping us in the same place because the same place is, is, is believed to be safe because there's, there's, there's nothing to change and look out for. So what will happen is, is that sometimes we'll go to create something new. We find ourselves stuck when actually what the mind is doing, again, as your friend, not your enemies, try and keep you in the same place so that everything's safe and stays safe and stays the same. So what we do with micro shifting is we basically sneak around that propensity for the mind to keep us in the same place 
by making changes that are so small that it doesn't feel any fear around that change being made. Hmm. So you get this compound effect of changes so that the, the, the terminology that I use, the Danism is push your edge and not your buttons. So we continue <laughs> to push the edge, but not to the point where the buttons get pushed and the mind, you know, the, the alarm bells go off and we start finding ourselves stuck. But because we do it so consistently, there's no loss of momentum. And then what inevitably happens, and we've seen this time and time again, you hit a point in that consistency where the mind just understands growth to be the natural order of things and then gives you no resistance at all to even bigger leaps. So like every, everybody has the potential to make big leaps, but everybody yep. has the capacity to make baby steps. Give me an example of that. Um, just maybe with a client that you were working on, just mm -hmm. what the baby steps would be without triggering them, mm -hmm. you know, emotionally. Mm -hmm. I mean, even with the micro to millions program, um, we take people, so there's, there's a, 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 a mathematical equation that I received many years ago, it actually helped me to make my first million. If you take a penny and double that penny 28 times with a couple of rounding downs, it takes you to just over 1.6 million. If you start at hundred, it drops from 28 steps to 14 steps. So a million dollars, 1.6 million becomes a process of 14 steps of you taking the sum of money you've got and increasing it by exactly the same amount every single time. So the question I always ask people is this, if I gave you half a million dollars, waved a magic wand so you've got no limiting beliefs, waved another magic wand so you're comfortable at that level of wealth, and I gave you the playbook to turn half a million into a million, could you do it? And everybody obviously says yes. Well, that's exactly what we do with the program. But the thing is, is that most people are okay with the idea of having 200 bucks. There's not much stress around that. 400 doesn't seem too bad either. We actually only start to see people starting to get any level of resistance when we start talking about our five-figure club when we get to 12,800. And even by the time you've done that, we've actually successfully moved through seven or eight steps of the program, which means that you've now got the mental relationship to you celebrating achieving the goal of doubling seven or eight times. So then when we start to move into bigger numbers, by then you've already experienced yourself making those leaps. So what actually ends up happening is we start to see people quantum leap. They'll get from 12, all of a sudden they join our six figure club. They get to hundred and all of a sudden they're making 50, $60,000 a month in their business. We see massive leaps happen forward. We had one woman, she was stuck at early stages, like a few hundred, like growing up, going down. Growing. Then she finds out that she's going to be a beneficiary in a lawsuit. She ends up with $1.7 million. Boom. One wow. <laughs> Out of the blue. That so was a lucky that move. Yeah. <laughs> we, we see, and we, we see, I mean, we, I've seen some crazy stuff. I've seen people have, you know, $50,000 tax returns for taxes they haven't filed yet. One guy ends up getting a one, no, $2.6 million bonus from a job that he wanted to leave because they weren't even paying him salary. The salary for his job wasn't even paying him what he was supposed to be paying. He wanted to leave. We did some work with him. I had actually had the pleasure to meet him in person in New York because he was coming down from Toronto. And I was in New York at the time. We had a meeting a couple of weeks later, gets a pay rise up to meet industry standards for his job and 2.6 million in bonus. My goodness. So I'm, I'm hearing that the people who will, you know, stand close to you are <laughs> part of, you know, just rubbing off a little of uh, whatever magic juju is going I've, I've, on. I've heard that one before. There's, yeah, there are jokes, there's, there's a joke about touching the hem of my garment. I've yeah, heard that exactly. one a little bit. But, exactly. Uh, but, no, but, but I don't, I don't take any credit for it. Honestly, Jody, what I see my role is, and I feel blessed to do is 
to allow people to uncover the truth of the abundance that's theirs by divine birth, right? That's yeah. it. That's it. Right. And, you know, it, it also sounds like you're living your own truth and mm. you're living your own passion, which is an amazing way to transfer. I'm just going to say energy. I know it sounds mm. a little woo woo, but I'm with you, you know, just whatever you're about, whatever mm -hmm. goals and beliefs that you have and values get transferred to those around you mm. with with whatever program that you're working with. Mm. which is which is really great wow mm. um now uh, you in your book stepping beyond intention um you have some mind shifting exercises um mm -hmm. <laughs> mind shifting exercises can you uh give me an example of that um so we've got one that we call the disruption technique and it's 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 a it's a fun way to just get clear on how much we're running on an unconscious program mm. and just what that program is and so what we do is we ask you to start with an hour obviously micro chef not too long and for an hour challenge every single impulse that happens <laughs> so for example i just had an impulse to drink some water right so i stop and i say am i really thirsty do i really want to drink this water right now i check in yeah i do still want to drink this water i'm thirsty so i drink the water I need to go to the restroom. Do you nearly really need to go to the restroom? Or have you been running on a program that this time of the day you go to the restroom? I'm really hungry. I want to have a snack. Is it? Or are you running on a program that you're not worthy of being in health and therefore you're reaching out to go and have the unhealthy snack? So we invite people to do it for an hour first and just to see what happens and then try it for half a day, try it for a day. We just challenge the impulses. That's it. And track what's going on with what those impulses are and what your relationship is to those impulses. And you'll start to free yourself up to start making some conscious choices about those impulses going forward and change the program. That's wonderful. Um, and that's a, a great way that people, I, I think that would be amazing that people would um, come to the realization that they were really driven by unconscious um, impulses let's mm -hmm. say to mm -hmm. you know and would you say you know once they are aware of these are are people disrupting or replacing those is that what we have them do is replace their thoughts like instead of um you know sitting and you know doing doing something and wanting to do something they relax and maybe state an intention I mean, we've got a whole process for intention setting it. If anyone just pops to the website, we've got a free resource that they can grab on the five-step process that we have for setting intentions. But ultimately, we're always going to be running on a program. There's no point that we're not running on a program. Otherwise, you know, the whole thing of breathing, heart beating, all of that good stuff, it happens as a result of programs. So all that we're doing is we're just changing the identity that's feeding into those programs then you don't have to keep sitting and consciously thinking about what the next thing is. We just actually work to build a new program so that's done automatically. So I invite people, rather than giving themselves a job of trying to, I'm going to track what all my thoughts are, you've got tens of thousands of thoughts a day. You're not going to yeah. be able to do that. If you simply change the identity that's sitting behind it and beyond intention as a process and stepping beyond intention as a book can show you how to do that, then you'll find that the heavy lifting is done in your favor versus creating perpetually an outcome or reality and life and so on that you don't want. Great. Interesting. And when you're changing an, uh, your identity, that would be 
a little scary for a lot of people because they mm -hmm. would lose control of who they are. Um, they lose the illusion of control. The uh, exactly. <laughs> I want I want you to repeat, or I'm going to repeat that the illusion of control that yeah. we all live with on a daily basis. Um, what's one thing somebody can do to sit comfortably in another identity in a more positive identity? Micro shifting again, one step at a time. What's one shift you can make in your identity without resistance? That's what I call the minimum deliverable. Maybe it's, I'm a person that gets up five minutes early instead of trying to get up at 5 a.m., right? Maybe it's a person that drinks 500 liters of water a day more rather than the person who does four liters of water a day. Maybe it's the person that works out at least five minutes a day versus the person who works out 10 days a week. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe it's a person who is moving towards financial freedom every month rather than the person who's a millionaire next week. But what is the micro shift? And what is the identity claim that I need to make? And one question to ask yourself whenever you're moving through a day is, does this conversation, does this act, does this thought, does this behavior match the new identity that I want or reinforce the identity that I have? That is a great statement. So, so you're really going with source. I mean, I love, I love the blend of intention and micro shifting because you're mm -hmm. aware of what you're doing, who you want to be, um, mm -hmm. and you're not really, uh, you know, changing who you are at, at the value level, and right. who, you know, but you're, you're saying, is this who I want to be? Is, is this mm -hmm. who I'm working towards? Is, mm -hmm. are my actions matching this intention of who I want mm -hmm. to be. And that's very powerful. Mm -hmm. Well, great. I love all these tidbits of <laughs> wisdom and truth, um, which is great. Really going to help a lot of people. Thank Daniel, you. how can people um, get a hold of you or um, schedule an appointment with you? Best way is to go to dreamwithdan.com. Um, I like to give people one action, one call to action so that they don't get lost in it. If you go to dreamwithdan.com, we've got free resources, uh, details about my podcast, the books that I write. I write for Entrepreneur and some other magazines. I've got my blog. Um, everything's at dreamwithdan.com. Go ahead, take a look, see if there's something resonates and we'd love to hear from you. That sounds great. Thank you for those free resources. And my that's pleasure. great. All right. Um, Dan, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. I, I love a lot of the things I've heard. And again, I, people are going to get so much out of this conversation. Thank you. I really appreciate that. All righty. Um, you take care and, and you. may all your micro steps add up to one brilliant outcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Great. Um, I will uh, talk to you later and take care, okay? I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.